Hi, and welcome. You are listening to the Happiness Hacks podcast, and I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and in this podcast, I share my stories, lessons, and hacks I've learned, and I continue to learn on my quest to live happier. The show notes and the complete transcript can be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast. And this is episode 100, woohoo, my favorite episodes. Hey gang, so glad to be here again, and I have made it to episode 100. I cannot believe it. This is episode 100. And so today I just wanted to share some of my favorite episodes and give you a little tidbit behind the scenes about each of them, and also to kind of just share some behind the scenes of what's happening here. I've hinted around that I'm doing some changes, but I haven't really come clean with them. So I wanted to give you a little sneak peek behind that and what I've been dealing with and feeling how loud my monger has been chatting and how I've been dealing with that. So we will just dive right in. I want to make sure I'll let you know that I will link all of these shows that I mentioned in the show notes on my webpage, but also in the notes for this episode. So hopefully if you're listening on your phone, you can just click to the episode and, and hear it pretty quickly. And I picked seven of them. It was very hard <laughs> from 100, but I picked seven, just a random number, to kind of give you some insight into what I was thinking when I was recording them and why these are my favorite episodes. And then after this episode, this kind of marks the end of an era, no, the end of the Happiness Hacks podcast. Don't panic. I'm still going to be here, but I'm kind of switching things up after this episode. I'm going to be taking a short break while I switch things up. Not just a, probably a month, not the six-month break that I took earlier. Just probably a month or so while I get really clear on what this new thing is. And um, since my work has been focusing in on type A personality and, and hidden anxiety that I call high-functioning anxiety... I want this podcast to reflect that in a more succinct way. So I've always been talking about those messages, but it's less about hacking happiness and more about living with hidden anxiety. And I want the podcast content and the name to reflect that. So that's going to be coming up. Um, and at the end of this episode, I'll be sharing more about my process with that and how my monger has been raising its ugly head. And I think it's just a fascinating where you may relate to um, how our mongers are so freaking sneaky. They are so sneaky. <laughs> Even I, who am a professional monger slayer, I like to think, struggle with um, how wily my monger is. But first, let's dive into the seven episodes that I love the most or have the most fondness for in um, of the hundred that I've done over the past few years. And the first one is episode number three, and it is why positive thinking is keeping you stuck. And if you've listened to the past 99 episodes, you know I'm not a fan of positive thinking. But when I specifically did this episode, this was really early on in my podcasting, obviously, it's just episode three. And it was scary to say positive thinking is keeping you stuck because a lot of people in my profession I love positive thinking and it is a big factor in the wellness industry to think positive and be grateful. And I believe those are really keeping us stuck and prevent us from really feeling the feelings, at least for my clients and the people I work with. When we get stuck in positive thinking and gratitude, we use it as a weapon against our feelings and against what's really happening. So if something bad is happening in our lives, we turn it into positive thinking or we try to switch our brains. And just yesterday, I posted something on Instagram. It said, choose happiness. And then it was like, actually, you can't choose happiness because it's a feeling and we can't control our feelings. And 
I believe that's why positive thinking is keeping you stuck because it doesn't allow you to really deal with what's happening. And as someone who said on the Instagram post, choose acceptance. And that is exactly what I wanted people to be doing, choosing the acceptance of whatever is happening with them rather than just trying to do positive thinking. So tune into episode three and you will hear more of my thoughts on this. Okay, my next favorite episode is episode 22, and it is called A Ban on Unsolicited Advice. So this was originally a blog post, and I wrote it years ago. And honestly, I wrote it because I was so overwhelmed by a certain friend's advice. And because I am conflict avoidant, and was really conflict avoidant at the time that I wrote this, I wrote this blog post to get all my feelings out. And actually, my friend realized it was about her. And we had a really great conversation about it afterwards. But I... This is one of my favorite episodes, and it's one of my favorite blog posts, because I do believe we need a ban on unsolicited advice. It is the first thing we do when someone comes to us with their suffering is we offer tips to help instead of offering empathy, instead of just being like, wow, thank you for sharing that. I have no clue what to say to you right now, but I love you, or I appreciate you, or give them a hug. You know, we don't need to be fixing everything. So I love this episode, one, because it really has a personal story behind it, but mostly because I love the message. And I think we all can get better on giving advice and not giving advice and really just being there for people when they show up. Okay, and then episode 34 is my third pick, Why Pay Twice? And this just is a sentimental pick, really. (laughs) This is advice from my dad that he gave me years ago. Um, He not just to me, it was a general philosophy of his of why pay twice. And so the general example I give is if you go to the movie and you pay for the movie and then the movie is terrible, why sit through the movie when you have already paid for it? Why pay twice by sitting through the movie? In this podcast, I get into a lot more examples and why this is just a deeper piece of advice than just don't pay for a movie and then sit through it if you hate it. But really about choices we make in our lives and that we will convince ourselves we can't do something because we've already made a choice. And that's a concept you're paying twice. You're, You're doubling down on your misery. And why do that? And so I love this podcast because it's written for my dad. (laughs) And I love this because this was originally an article and it appeared in Juice Squeezed, which is my first book I wrote. And the is the number one thing that people quote back to me is people will say, I read your book, Juice Squeezed, and I am totally loved the Why Pay Twice advice. It totally changed my life. And then people will give me examples of how it's changed their lives. And so not only is this a sentimental pick because it was my dad who gave me the advice, but it also is such practical, good advice. And it's rare that you hear something and you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you're so right about that. And then you can apply it deeper and deeper and deeper. So I highly recommend you check out this episode because it really gives some deeper level advice on the concept of why paying twice. Okay, so then we are at number four. And this is episode 68. My dad grief and living happier. This is by far the most personal episode I've ever done. And I I recorded it in October after my dad died in January of 2017. And his death totally rocked my world. I still feel the aftershocks of his death. He was just like my biggest fan and my rock. And I just love my dad so much. And I miss him so much every day. And I wanted to do an episode about grief because 
I wanted to just have that conversation because so often after someone dies, we kind of forget that they're still suffering. You know, we're still trying to adjust to life without the person who died. And that goes on and on and on for years. We're still trying to adjust to that. And so I think in our culture, the more we can talk about, yeah, I'm still missing him. Yeah, you know, there are days that I still cry on my way to work because that's normal. And after a friend of ours loses someone, we forget that they're still grieving years later, and we forget how hard it is. And so grief can be such a lonely thing. And so this episode was kind of how to help other people that are grieving, how to help you if you're grieving, just an honest conversation about my own process and what it was like after my dad died. So, you know, his death profoundly shaped my work. And I think if he had not died, I would never have written The Happier Approach. And a friend of mine said that The Happier Approach was like a love letter to my dad. And in so many ways it was. It makes me tear up just thinking about it now. Because he dealt with high-functioning anxiety and he had a very loud monger. And so that uh, book was really a way of helping him and me and stopping the pattern that had really profoundly affected his life and trying to help other people so that that pattern doesn't continue. And so I'm very grateful for him and what he's taught me and how he affected my life so that I could continue this work that I'm doing. Okay, and then number five is the power of ask. And I just love this episode because this is the first time I really chatted about the happier approach. I chatted about mongers, I chatted about inner critic and anxiety, but I'd never really talked about the system of how to call in your biggest fan and what that really looks like. And so this was kind of my first step into talking about the happier approach and talking about ask and getting into the nitty gritty of my work and the work of the happier approach. Now, I will say this is the first in a three-part series, <laughs> so I did cheat a bit because all the parts don't count in as three episodes, so I just posted the first episode, but there's also two more that follow this, episode 73 and episode 74, that continue the conversation of Ask, and so technically, I guess I have 10 favorite episodes. <laughs> So you can head on to episode 72, The Power of Ask, and really dive into the concepts in The Happier Approach. Okay, and then number six was episode 82, The Warm Cozy Sweater of Our Monger. I struggle with the idea of the warm cozy sweater of our monger. It's not my favorite analogy, but it is one that gets repeated back to me a lot. Clients use it a lot, so it stays with people. But I don't I wish there was a better way of, of saying it. But I wanted to show how the monger isn't all bad. And it does provide us comfort because she keeps us safe and prevents us from taking too many risks. And so we put her on like a warm, cozy sweater. When we first put her on, she's warm and cozy and makes us feel safe and protected. And oh, yeah, I don't have to go do that. I don't have to be putting myself out there. And then over time, the sweater gets itchy and she, the monger becomes harmful and annoying and belittling and is keeping us stuck. And we realize that the sweater that was warm and cozy has kind of turned into the super itchy straitjacket and we want to get it off as quickly as possible. And so that's why I came up with the analogy was a way of illustrating when we first start listening to the monger, it can be comforting. And that's why she's so hard to break up with because she is comforting. And even when the sweater gets itchy, at that point, we don't know how to take it off and we get really stuck. Thus, we go back to episode 72 and we hear about the power of ask. 
But really, this monger sweater idea is a powerful analogy. I just wish there was a slightly better way of doing it because it doesn't really fit 100%. And so if you have a better way of coming up with that that illustration, please let me know. You could send me an email. But a lot of times clients will come into my office and they're like, oh, I keep wearing the sweater. I keep putting on the sweater. I keep putting on the sweater. And that's just a great way of recognizing how the monger, we keep wearing it. You know, we keep choosing it, even though we know it's going to keep us stuck. Okay, and then the seventh episode that is my favorite is episode 94, Lessons Learned in Iowa. This episode was different than all the other ones I'd done before, and I received a lot of notes and emails about this podcast, and so that's why I included it in the seven top episodes, because it touched a lot of people, and I wanted to highlight it again. For me, Lessons Learned in Iowa, it was about a trip. My mom and I took a trip to Iowa to visit some family friends and their farmers in Iowa, and we used to visit them when I was a kid, and the husband served in the military with my dad, and so they've been friends forever. He knew my dad. There was a lot of sentimentality to the trip, but more so than that, Personally, it was just all these lessons I learned about how to be a human and how to be wholehearted. And it was just an amazing trip that I hadn't really planned on on having all these ahas that I had there. And so I highly recommend you tune into that episode just to hear a different way of doing things. And I think in our current climate culturally, we are so quick to judge and be outraged that this episode was just kind of warms the heart and gives you hope that there is good out there in the world and that we can be good and we can do better. And so I highly recommend um, episode 94. Okay, so those are my seven episodes from the past 100 that I have enjoyed um, the most and wanted to give you a little insight to each of them. So you can go back and listen to them if you like. And I really appreciate everyone that has listened for the past 100 episodes who has emailed me or Instagrammed me or gotten in touch to say how this podcast has, has touched their lives. That just is incredible to me because this podcast really was something I just started, you know, I call it like my garage, <laughs> garage band podcast because I just did it in my office and edited it myself. It's been very piece together and fly by the seat of my pants. And this is what I want to talk about. So I'm just going to start talking. And that's been really fun. And I really want to up my game when it comes to the podcast. So this is where my monger has been coming in, like I teased at the beginning of the episode, that I really want to up my game and get this message out more about high functioning anxiety and hidden anxiety and the stress and overwhelm that we're all dealing with. But I want to do that in a different way with this podcast and make it a little more professional, take myself a little more seriously, not just fly by the seat of my pants all the time and be editing it on the fly, but really intentional about what the messages I'm going to be talking about and doing more interviews and more research and just having it be a little more professional and a little deeper so you can get more out of it than just hearing me chat, which is great. I love hearing me chat too. (laughs) But just to have a little more depth to it. And ever since I made that decision, which was months ago, I mean, this is after this was during the break that I was on before I um, 
have been paralyzed by my monger. And so it wasn't until recently a friend of mine has just been like, I think it's your monger. I think it's your monger. And she's holding you back. You're taking your podcast out of the garage and you're making it a professional thing. And that's kind of scary. And it really was like, oh yeah, that's why I'm procrastinating. That's why I'm spinning out on perfectionism. I'm getting in my own way all over the place with this thing. And so it really was a humbling moment to recognize how much our mongers play there and we don't recognize it. So I wanted to share with you all that something new is coming that I'm working on this deeper, more professional, more focused podcast. But also, I too have been struggling with my monger. And I think anytime we're trying to level up and go to the next place and be more intentional about our lives, our mongers get louder because it's scarier. And that's why it's really important then to practice ask and acknowledge what you're feeling and slow down and get into your body and pull back and see the big picture because our mongers keep us with those blinders on and it's just very paralyzing. So if you are getting ready to do something big or you have some great idea and your monger is in your way, I'm here with you. I feel you. <laughs> we can do this together. We can make changes. We can grow, get our mongers out of the way and bring in that biggest fan and do it differently. So I will see you guys soon. I don't know exactly when that will be, but I will be coming down the pike with episode 101 with a new look and similar message. It's just going to be on a deeper level with more interviews and research and more oomph behind it. So I hope you will keep listening and tell your friends about it. And I will see you when I'm back with episode 101. So in the meantime, though, here's to living happier. <laughs>